Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowroom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and on the panel this week, we have Marge from Canada. Hello, hello. Uh, TG, also from Canada. Gotcha, hello. GB from Ireland, and Monkey Doo from the Southern East USA. Afternoon from the Southeast. Yeah, so we've got some crazy news this week. Uh, some. Well, speaking of chop, Mackie, why don't you start? And we're going <laughs> to, is that we're just going to, that's what I was doing, I was segueing. <laughs> it's going to be a segue. Right, so we might as well go straight in, you know, balls deep. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Right. So uh, would you should do like a, a, a viewer, a, a listener warning, viewer discretion, listener discretion is yeah, advised. Maybe a trigger warning. Yeah, yeah this is going to be harsh to listen to. Is It's going to be graphic. But, but we covered genitalia last week and we kind of enjoyed it. It was funny. <laughs> so we'll see how far we can take that. Yeah. <laughs> so where do we even start with this? I'll read you. This is from uh, news.com from Australia. One of the most popular news sources in Australia, apparently. Well, I'll, I'll read the title first so he doesn't like ruin it for you. <laughs> He's really, really slowing down on this, taking his time to get this one out there. You got, yeah, got yeah. this. Yeah. Are, are you all ready? <laughs> I'm going to drop it now. Are you ready? Ooh. Thai man completely amputates own penis with scissors during cannabis fueled psychotic episode. Right now, this is it's going to get graphic. OK, I'm going to read out some of this, everybody. And it is going to get graphic. Right. Some of the some of the terminology used in this was not like that. Uh, I fucking love science article we covered last week. I'll tell you that. So, I'm just trying to, to visualize how many guys listening to the podcast just cross their legs. Yes. Be ready. Right. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Here we go. A Thai man suffering a cannabis fueled psychotic episode, completely amputated his own penis with a pair of scissors. Doctors say. Stories like this where dicks getting cut off. That's a thing that weed makes you do. Yeah, know. yeah, it happens <laughs> regularly, apparently. <laughs> yeah, well, read the chat. Bubble Hot yeah. says he's there's, there's more to the story, so keep going. Yeah, there's Back more to here. this, right? So, so he, <laughs> uh, the amputated penis was deemed too dirty and fragile for reconstruction, <laughs> which means they couldn't put it back on. The doctors were like, I ain't touching that, the dirty bastard. Anyway, leaving him with a penile stump is what they've called it and requiring surgery to allow him to urinate. Doctors from Shangmai University Department of Emergency Medicine wrote in the Journal of Medical Case Reports. So that's uh, pretty much the front of it there is the guy cut off his, his penis with a pair of scissors because he was on a uh, cannabis-fueled psychotic episode. But there is more to this. Amputation. Sorry, what was that, T? <laughs> what was that, TG? I don't know. I just like penile is a funny word. It is, isn't it? it is. Penile stump. Uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's a good YouTube channel name. That is, that's, uh, the, the, well, it is kind of sad though, because this kid's only 23, and that's you know, the end of a yeah, lot of fun for him. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he didn't keep it clean anyway, apparently. So, <laughs> who bonks? Holy Seven. shit. 
two Those bongs, two grams, two grams of cannabis. It was. Uh, they That's said there there had been around. So I'll just quickly read through some more of this, so we can get uh, some more of the gory details out there to everybody. Uh, they said that while there had been around 100 cases of male genital self mutilation from psychiatric disorders or substance induced psychosis over the past two decades self-amputation of the penis during cannabis-induced psychosis has rarely been reported. So, you know, people get fucked up on drugs and there's been around 100 cases where people have lost their genitalia because of stupid shit they've been doing while they're fucked up on drugs. But it's not usually, like, self-amputation is what they're trying to say there. Yeah. This is 100 cases from around the world? Because that's a pretty low number then. Yeah, I think it might just be in in a... I don't know. Do you think this is China? Did it say... Thailand. Thailand, that's yeah. right, that's right. Or yeah. Thai man, we don't really know where he was. Located. Oh, very true, very true. It could be anywhere. Now, mm-hmm. in the chat, they were saying there was acid involved in this too, so, you know. Which would make more sense to me. Yeah. But acid being involved because, yeah, cannabis but yet they go with cannabis. cannabis. Yeah, instead of saying, like, fucking do a the cocktail of fucking it. face on fucking acid cuts right. his fucking Mickey off. But this is well, where the shit comes. Yeah. This is where the bullshit comes in here, right? The Thai man who denied any previous self-harm or psychiatric issues had smoked cannabis for two years previously and had stopped for three months at the time of the incident. It, I think weed. probably hmm. it's, it is vague as fuck, but probably what it means is he stopped and then this is the first time maybe he you know, smoked yeah. again in three months. And that's like, uh, I mean, you took a tea break, you know, how fucking intense mm-hmm. maybe that, that first uh, smoke is. When yeah. You... That's why I hit all the scissors in the house. Cause you know what you can do. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly. Man. I'm glad yours was only a, only a month and not three months, Mackie. Imagine. Well, and this guy went three months and then he decided to smoke a gram sized bong hit too. Oh yeah. yeah that's right. Just everybody did smoke the bird. That's another thing. Well. Two mm-hmm. grams. Well, how big is your bowl, man? Like that's Jesus. a huge fucking yeah. bowl. How big's your lungs? Yeah. How big's your dick? <laughs> Not much anymore. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So after smoking two Ooh. bongs and about two grams of cannabis, he developed an erection without sexual stimulation, felt a severe and persistent sharp pain in his penis and reported that his glands looked distorted. That's the acid. Wow. Wow. That's what I think. That's what I was thinking when I read that. There's something else There's involved like besides the weed. Dickhead. Now here we go. Intending to eradicate the pain. This is gonna get this is where the discretion is advised, everybody. Intending Dude. to oh eradicate fuck. the pain, he decided to trim the penile skin several times to completely amputate his penis himself using scissors. They wrote, he reported awareness throughout the process. After two <laughs> hours, the bleeding had not stopped, and the man was brought to hospital. I like that picture. The man had smoked two bongs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a small bong. There's no way a gram of cannabis fits in that bowl. No well, fucking way. Damn right. <laughs> Much less two. Damn. Wow, what a horror show that would have been, though. You know, there was, there was active yeah. bleeding at the penile base and a five-centimeter lacerated wound at the scrotum. What website is this? Why are they so graphic and descriptive? This is news.com from Australia, mate. What are those people, man? Australians? Like, Mm. they give you... (laughs) was two centimeters. Like, they give you the length of the remainder? What the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> like a five centimeter bit of flap left. was contaminated with ants. What <laughs> the remaining penile stump was two centimeters in length, with the loss of the whole penile skin 
the amputated distal part of the penis was contaminated with ants and had fragile dorsal veins. I like that's that's pretty gross. What does that even <laughs> mean? Like, why would you tell it? Any, I don't know what a dorsal crap. vein is. Who gives a fuck? Oh, oh my yeah, god! Oh, of course. If they were not fragile, they would have been, you know, perfect. Where did the ants? Even come I from? know that. Yeah. Oh, it's Australia. But he could have been doing it in the <laughs> yeah. back Chuck garden. And ants. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> what the fuck? Keep scrolling. Yeah. Okay. So, a urologist was consulted for surgical intervention, and the distal penis was deemed too dirty and fragile for reconstruction. So, you distal. know, because of the ants in that, is it distal? Uh, quote. They say, well, quote. they trimmed it a few centimeters yeah, yeah. at the right. time. So, I imagine it was not much too <laughs> It like, took you two is, hours to, you know, whittle it. This to me is like, it's like a case study in a medical textbook. They're telling you exactly how to fucking control a penile stump bleeding and everything. Mm. What the fuck is, yeah, this it, is this a weird is, story. Australia, man, what's going on with your news? We like ours a little softer, I think. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's all there if you want. And There's no so did this guy. <laughs> transparency, right? So uh, good. The patient, once tran- the patient was transferred to the operating theater for emergency surgeries, they wrote. Bleeding was controlled. The penile stump irrigated and debribed. Is that what that says? And scrotal, well, uh, the scrotal urethrostomy. Urethra. Yeah, you really thrust on me. Very nice monkey. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> Was performed. But yeah, so um Rotal urethra. What yeah, it, Christ. You know, it's like, <laughs> no, it, it, like a, monkey, can you say that sentence for us, please? Urethrostomy? <laughs> I'm trying to find out. I'm just reading this whole thing. I don't even know whether you all have gone through it all. Just just going like what the well, hell? I did. When I read through the That's article, so basically. Up. They had to uh, like do surgery so he could pee properly. Again mm-hmm, after that. mm-hmm. Why don't they just say yeah. that then? Fuck. And well, this, this bit here, yeah. yeah. After, after two weeks, weeks, he was able to urinate in a sitting position. <laughs> after two like weeks. It's, they've had to do things like that when when you have penile cancer, you know, and you have to get, get it re- removed off. And mm-hmm. literally, all you have is just this tiny little bit of skin. It's like, you know. You're like fucking Ken, El Barbie and Ken. That's that's great, but they don't fucking like tell your, you know, wife or your, well, probably your wife or your husband, I guess, um, about the surgery. Usually they just say, yeah, it's the dick's small or whatever. Like this is, this is he's hacked this this shit up himself. (laughs) I mean, while stoned on two bombs. This is everything you need to know about what to do if somebody chops their dick off, though. It's weird. Right. It's. Yeah, it's like a it says here self amputation of the penis due to cannabis induced psychosis, <laughs> as in our patient, is a devastating event that yeah. interferes with the quality of life, such yeah. as urination oh, and sexual function. The doctor wrote, Duh. Hello, doc. <laughs> Duh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. know about that though, because it says the man reported visual and auditory hallucinations, which does suggest the acid story versus mm-hmm, cannabis mm-hmm. psychosis. And it also says earlier that the man denied any previous self-harm or psychiatric issues. I'm calling bullshit on that. I call yeah. bullshit on that too. Yeah. You know, you, that, that's Denial. not, uh, it's not something you start Denial. off on, is it? No. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, um, that's your fault. This aside though too, or like, how would you feel if you're this guy though? You know, you're, everybody knows what your dick looks like now, basically. Because yep. 
What's left? I don't know, man. I don't think I can picture that in my in my mind. How that fucking looks? They give you a pretty fucking good picture of it. The way they describe, yeah, like scrotal skin has been. Fuck me. I know. We're all thinking about the penile stump now too. More than twelve percent. You know. So yeah, again, cannabis are fucking with people's genitalia. Frank Chong, man. Where <laughs> did you get like your Chris's news? Comment, though, if you didn't see it in the chat, he says, yeah, monkey shriveled bald end up with Mackie's shri- uh, missing <laughs> penis. So there you go. <laughs> we finished the story up. We're There's done. two more stories out here uh, about that was, um, the, that, that uh, news article came from um, somebody from email as well. KT, I'll, I'll say the name was, because uh, we didn't, I don't know if, I couldn't recognize the name as a username on the forum or anything. So oh, just KT, KT. Thanks for the article. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Very good. That was very and- yeah <laughs> yeah that's it and oh. it's one of these where he didn't go crazy because he smoked weed he was crazy and then smoked weed you can't blame this on cannabis it's, it's absolutely- well you see i would say more likely it is acid so if it said that he was sitting there and all of a sudden he got a boner if he was off his nut on acid and if you look down then all of a sudden you could think a fucking snake or something is coming to get you and if you got a fucking tip you're not going to do that with weed man no, and I the thing is as well, maybe. it's not like he chopped it off in one go. No. He chopped off seven strips. Yeah. Don't hit on acid, though, you know. I think it's just... Oh, I'm not I hitting on acid. Trust me. I love my acid. You know? Yeah. It's, it's just when people do stupid people things. People are... Exactly, man. <laughs> this is a, yeah, typical, you ever watch, like, fucking... abuse, yes. Yeah. Go on YouTube and type in fail videos and look at all these morons. They ain't on any drugs most of the time. Or maybe, maybe they are. I don't know. But people jumping yeah. off roofs, like... Fucking, oh, yeah. you know, Green, whatever. Green all the, all the stupid the shit. Yeah, right. yeah. Shocking. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess he was using weed, but yeah, it ain't the weed that made him do that for sure. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. Jesus. Yeah. That's fucking tripping balls. So, we have some news there from Canada. Some good news from you, TG. Yeah, it is good news. Um, it's it's uh, some news about our friend, Jesse, Mr. Jesse Lavoie, a.k.a. Mr. Toba Grown. Um, there's been a lot of actually developments with him lately with the Kurt Tusa coming on as another lawyer, Jack Lloyd just recently. And now there's a, well, the news story is from StratCan and it says Toba growing to launch Canada's first not-for-profit pre-rolls in Manitoba. And you know me, I'm not a huge proponent of supporting the legal industry in general for various reasons, but, uh, these i can definitely put uh you know all of my fucking uh love and uh endorsement i guess behind for whatever that's worth i haven't tried any of this stuff yet but i mean um there's going to be two sets they're toba rolls and uh toba squad all proceeds from these pre-rolls go towards jesse's legal fees and then anything extra that's that's raised will go to a, a bunch of choice manitoba charities so 100% of the proceeds, which is great. Um, all the weeds coming from a bunch of Manitoba craft growers that are either they're giving him a really, really good deal on everything. So like, you know, obviously if, if you charge too much, it's not going to be worth it, but yeah, there's all these companies like Cypress craft, natural earth, craft cannabis, grump weed, prairie, trichomes, Keith cannabis, Alicanto gardens, a uh, big shout out to those guys for, you know, getting on the home grow train. Cause mm-hmm. that's, that's one of the biggest things I always bitch about in Canada. All these fucking companies say they want home grow, they love home grow, and yet they don't provide any opportunity or any and anything really for the, the people of Canada to 
to grow with like seeds, mm -hmm. namely, but access to, to genetics and just education about home growing and stuff, you know, like we're the only ones really doing it. So big props to these companies for actually, you know, getting out there and, and saying that they're behind home grow because it's, it's a huge important part. It's not going to devastate the fucking industry. Like people think it is, uh, in terms of their business models. Um, and yeah, uh, just, if you're in Manitoba or, or thereabouts, uh, there's going to be on an, an Ontario dis disbursement uh, through Canmart, I think is the name of the place. But um, yeah, just keep your eyes and ears open. And if, if you if you shop at these legal dispensaries, request the shit too, right? Because mm -hmm. the more the more places it can be sold in, the better. So uh, yeah, it's, it's really exciting for Jesse. And, and like I said, I'm not a huge proponent of, of legal weed, um, but I will definitely be giving these a shot. Um, if I can, once I can. So very exciting. So you got to support those who support the community. Right? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, impressive. it's impressive. You've had this many dispensaries behind him though. Cause you would think that the dispensaries would be against the home grow concept. So this is amazing. Yeah, man. He's doing a fucking great job out there. And he, yeah, I think he's bringing the community together instead of trying to drag everybody into pieces. This is great. Mm -hmm. You would like, the fact that most people, even in Canada here, you know, like I said, at, at Christmas, I was, I mentioned to my parents that people in Manitoba aren't allowed to grow their own. And they're like, what? <laughs> so yeah, Canada isn't as legal for weed as you would think. There's so many regulations, so many little fucking restrictions, especially in Quebec and Manitoba, like it's a monopoly there, same as it always has been. So yeah, uh, the more people that know that shit and they're like, what? Can, and then can get behind the cause, like uh, the better. So yep. props to Jesse. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to trying some of that weed too, actually. So you know, he said that he'll be back on the show towards the end of uh, January, start of February. So I'm going to have to get Excellent. him off for an interview. But yeah, man, fair play to Jesse. He, he, when he's done with all this shit that's going on in Canada, he's going to come over to the UK because he's got dual citizenship and he's going to sort it out for us over here as well. Fucking hero. <laughs> you know, couldn't so hurry up, bro. Said, Is it the same kind of, oh, sorry, monkey. No, I was going to say, I couldn't believe Jesse uh, said he's looking forward to uh, to the fight in, in the UK. And then like, really? He he enjoys this legal thing mm -hmm. going on with, with the government. He likes it. Yeah, man. Sadistic. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he should be a cannabis lawyer in the end, you know? What are you saying to you? I'm going to ask, like, do you guys have the same, you know, you can challenge laws in the Supreme Court, blah, 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 over there kind of deal? I think everybody that has that, right? It costs a lot of money to get there. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I mean, unconstitutional. You guys, you, you have a constitution. We don't have a constitution. We have a bill of rights and stuff here, but. Does not every country uh, have a constitution? I don't think so. It's called they? different things and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the UK does have a constitution. It just, nobody knows about it because we don't make a big deal of it like the USA does, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We I have the Canadian Bill of Rights. That was, that's a recent thing though, too. And we but, was involved um, in the Magna Carta and shit. I'm saying way back in yeah. the day, bro. So that, that, that's why I ask. I mean, do you have to like go to the queen and be like, excuse me, queen? Uh, she ain't got time for us commoners. That goes to the House of Lords and shit like that. I don't know. I think. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know much about law. But anyway, what's, the, what's next in the news around the world? Do you want to go next, March? Sure. This one also comes from Canada. I guess it comes from Canada and the States because the, and this is timely because the Super Bowl is coming up. Whoop, whoop. NFL helps fund Canadian research into cannabis and concussions. Mm. So I guess they have a during the week. Yeah, they yeah, really I saw want. this one in the news. It was kind of interesting. Yeah, Finally. so the NFL 
is helping to fund a study at the University of Regina that will explore how medical cannabis can help prevent and treat concussions. You They're, are. They have Sorry. committed $635,000 to fund concussion research at the university. And my next health Inc. I'm not really familiar with that company. They've also added 400 grand in kind support for Dr. Patrick Neary's research. Now, in kind, is that still, I guess that's still cash, isn't it? Or is that a nice way of saying other stuff? Uh, I, I think it means other stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe not cash or I don't know. I don't know. Cool. Of a million you, bucks, though, for, for research into this, uh, how CBD, THC can affect, or what is it saying? The research will use the funding to investigate the effects of different CBD, THC formulations, which is being provided by My Next Health. So I guess My Next Health is the one providing the, the weed, essentially, for mm-hmm. pain management in those suffering from post-concussion syndrome and chronic pain and as a neuroprotective treatment for concussion. Because they're also looking somewhere else in the article, they were talking about using cannabinoids, cannabis, these different formulations to also um, be used in lieu of opioids, which of course is always going to be better long-term for any of these players. And you know, CTE, which is that, that what's that? I forget what it stands for, but when you get concussions like these football players do, that can lead to some mm. pretty serious you know brain injuries and shit, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i go to regina often man to that exact university lots of metal shows at that university fucking good good uh, venue but that's right. really cool that they're doing that uh research so close yeah, to home and when there. it's with like a partnership like the nfl that's obviously hopefully going to get a lot of um press i guess for lack of a better lack of a better word well as they work on these studies the NFL has been notoriously reserved about mm-hmm. cannabis, right? The NBA yes, is all open about it, but the, the NFL has been the one league that's been kind of resistant. And they've been, um, resistant and they've been resistant and ignorant to the effects of uh, concussion as well. Yeah, yeah, big time. So yeah, this is really good. That was all about the dollar, though, that. Mm. You know, big hits equals big audiences kind of thing. Right. True. Right. But I, but I don't know. know. I think they need to do something to mitigate the bad press they've been getting over the years about all the, you know, serious concussion problems that players have been having that they haven't mm-hmm. wanted to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think being exposed the way it was is a good thing. And I was wondering how long it was going to take the NFL to actually look at this thing. Because, I mean, studies after studies say that, that cannabis can help the in, in, the uh, inflammatory properties. Can, cannabis can uh, really help recovery time on these things other athletes use it why couldn't football players yeah exactly yeah i mean that's some fuck it's a hefty sport as well isn't it? when they just come crashing into each other like that in american football God, yeah really fucking i don't know what the word is there's a word but i just can't think of it right now but like the fact that for so long you know they've obviously known about the effects of concussions and or you know, you can probably assume that getting smashed in the brain multiple times a game is not good for your brain, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they denied it and denied it and denied it for so long. And basically, they've been exploiting these players in, you know, for so mm-hmm. long. Exactly. Long, like he said, just for the big hits, just for the money. And now they've, they've been, just been shamed into the uh, essentially because the world is changing when in regards to cannabis and, uh, and so they, they kind of are an outlier, it seems like now, especially the nature of their fucking game, right? So um, it's really good, but much too late, I think. But still, I mean, better I late than ever. I can't imagine yeah, but... that there's a lot of parents wanting to put their kids into football at this point in time when they know how bad it can be. Like, I mean, the odds your kid gets into the NFL are pretty slim, but at the same time, right. 
you know, all those funnels that lead into players joining the NFL. What, what do you think this is? I mean, you guys who actually have people play this in your country, what do you think the effects are going to be of things like this? Are they going to stop people playing this game altogether because it's just too hefty? I've talked about that with people before, whether like at one point football might just be like a thing of the past because it is. Well, so it's going to take a while, though. It's it's part of yeah. it's part of culture down here in the deep mm-hmm. south. Yeah. I mean, the, the water boy was based in in a. The, the down in the deep it south was uh, some louisiana something university or something yeah bobby boucher bobby boucher, bobby yeah, boucher. Yeah, that's right that's that yeah, that's yeah. southeast usa isn't it it is i love but bobby i mean I put the football culture in i mean come on friday night lights uh, that's all based in texas a big you guys things in the states man the oh, fucking football, college football? football is yeah. huge yeah, down here. yeah and high school too yeah yeah no it ain't going anywhere but i just think you know obviously people should be more aware of maybe the risk because before it was just yeah. like, it was, I don't know, like, it seems to me like, you know, the high school football, the quarterback's always the cool kid. And that was kind of like, you know, it was yeah the head cheerleader in the, in the yeah, quarterback. Yeah. It was, that, it was that's good, every, every movie stereotype you've ever seen. Right <laughs> and I mean, you know, look how many people name their kids after fucking Rachel and Ross's kid up and friends. Right. So right. yeah. Like, not to mention they're the, you know, the parents where they're trying to live vicariously through their kids where, cause they sucked at football. So now they're putting their kids in football. You know, you see it all the time with every sport, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, just maybe have people realize that. Yeah. Like you're, there's a huge potential to get hurt here. And if you still want to, then go right ahead. But uh, um, you know, just know it's the risks. Dangerous. Don't you? Yeah, know the risks, man. And they've yeah. been hiding that from everybody. I think exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. Uh, see that movie there's a movie a while ago i forget what it's called if somebody remembers please let me know but it was starring will smith and he was playing like a doctor that had moved to the states Mm, i did see the movie and i can't remember the title yeah Yeah. he was doing like autopsies on players and he was the one that sort of discovered the whole whistleblower or something like that movie was called or something cte in the first place and the nfl was definitely they tried to uh, railroad him the entire time right they're really against any of the research that he was doing, but he was working with, he was seeing some of these players who later in their life, long after they retired, were like going crazy, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Having the same syndromes that boxers were experiencing, yeah. the same exactly, exact yeah. reason of being pounded in the head constantly. Oh, they're saying in the chat it was called concussion. So. That's what it was. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, like the, and that's what the chat is great for. If we yes. need an answer, they, they've usually got it out there. Yeah. They're like our wiki. But there's some of them we have to be careful of. You know, there's some sources That's on true. Wikipedia you also have to be careful of. You <laughs> know who you are. The Galand troll. <laughs> That's right. right. And, and, and like bonds. I said, I, yeah. I, I don't think we should stop playing. Mate. Well, I just think, like like they were saying, the NFL is developing better safety for their helmets and stuff like mm. that. And just, just like you said, know the risks, you know. And this, one thing they're doing is, as well is uh, if somebody does appear as if they have a concussion or could have got one, they do tests on them. You know, they'll they'll pull the quarterback out and do tests yeah. to make sure that it, before the body have been like, now, nah, fuck you, get back in the game. Right. Right. Yeah. So well, they used to tell kids in high school, the, the, the coaches would commonly, it was play through the pain. You know, mm-hmm. and doctors mm-hmm. would always say, no, pain is, is the way your body telling you you need to think about what you just did. Right. So it was, you know, totally different thing. And, and it's a, it's a really difficult way. I mean, cause I listen to the parents that are into the football and they think that uh, it helps you become a team player, teaches you life lessons and things like this. And, you, and the other people are saying, yeah, but do you realize the physical damage it's doing? Mm-hmm. 
you can't convince either one of them. Play Call of Duty instead. <laughs> yeah, you can't convince either one of them that they're wrong because they both think that their point is the important side of it. Mm. So, uh, you know, tolerate it'd be a shame it. to see that sport lost though because it's good sport, man. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's, never, it's not going anywhere. It's just gonna. I think you're gonna look at technology like right now. Uh, exactly. NFL football players they wear sensors in their jerseys that they can actually download the statistics on how many G forces and how much acceleration they took during the game. It makes this sense. Is all part of keeping the players safer. That's a really good idea. You know, when I worked in the uranium lab, we had to wear badges that measured our radiation dose to keep us safe because if Oof. we got too much, then we would not be allowed to go in there anymore. You know, mm -hmm. because there's a there's a critical threshold that if if you go over, then you can have damage. Right. Mm -hmm. and same with yeah. that. That that's a great idea. Yeah, technology. So there's obviously things, game. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So Imagine um, keep it. Yeah. But make it safe. The accelerometers in the in the helmet that actually records the data can tell you how much of it, how much of an impact they, you don't have to assess the player you'll already yeah. know if he took a hit and things sure. like that yeah you know the nba a lot of people compare the 80s you know the if you if anybody watches basketball during the 80s and the in the 90s it was violent you know they fucking punched the shit out of each other people mm -hmm. got hurt but now the game and they talk about the, the the commentators and stuff all the time how much the game has changed it's changed from more of an inside game to the traditional you know battle your way to the basket mm -hmm. like Shaq used to do now you have Joel Embiid shooting threes and he's seven foot one but he can also go to the basket. so there's it's a much more versatile thing and they don't have to just beat each other up anymore because they don't want to right who wants to fucking you know feel like shit for the rest of their life for 10 years of, of playing yeah. Um, and you only realize that after. So oh, man, they get now that we know, a shitload of money. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And that's what I'm saying. Don't don't cancel it. And but just have people know the risks and mm -hmm. have have things that you can do to mitigate those risks because they're they are out there. It just costs money, you know, to get back yeah. to that. And 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 yeah. it looks like it could be CBD THC for, formulations that might help. So that's, uh, that's perfect. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, they can use technology. Use what we already have too, like cannabis. And there's there's loads of different them. mushrooms as well that uh, like build up the neural connections in the brain as well. Sure, sure. I wonder if yeah. that would make a difference to these kind Exploit of Exploit everything, injury. man. Mm. We gotta we gotta figure this out because I like watching football. Don't get me wrong, you know. It's, the, it's about the only sport I enjoy watching. Oh. I like watching the Super Bowl. Yeah, the CFL in in Canada is really big. Go Riders, right? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I don't really anyway. I don't really care who's playing, man. I just like to watch the last one. But, yeah. it's good tv yeah, it's sure. entertaining it's a fun sport to watch man yeah it's good it's complex yeah. but let's uh let's preserve it so we can always have it right instead of just well, killing speaking all the of people that's a lovely uh segue you've got there tg to preserving it and taking care of it because monkey has been talking about some some rules passing in new york yeah 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 uh, got an article here from CannabisCultivatorNews.com, and it's a New York Senator files marijuana recycling bill to mitigate environmental impact of the new industry. And nice. we've talked before in the uh, high and homegrown news before about the ridiculous packaging that you see in the cannabis industry. You know, if you go into a dispensary, everything by law has to be packaged child protected and is basically overpackaged in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So uh, Senator Michelle Hinckley, Democrat of New York, is sponsoring legislation which would require cannabis shops to apply a one dollar deposit on any marijuana products sold in single use plastic containers and also to reimburse the customers for that fee when they bring the container back. 
So oh, basically cool. turning this thing into like a deposit bottle kind of thing or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever yeah. it is like that. Um, I have a lot of questions with that, but let's go ahead and finish this thing. It all, the senator also uh, is behind a bill that was filed last year that would prioritize hemp-based packaging over synthetic plastics for marijuana products. We're trying to get 50%, at least 50% recycled product and 50% hemp in, into the, the marijuana nice. packaging. Nice. It would be nice to have that. I mean, if, we, if we're going to make an impact... We would like to make as, as small of a negative impact as possible. It's just selling more cannabis, selling the hemp packaging yeah. as well. Perfect, man. Perfect. It is. But, you know, the, the, the question I have here is, Marge, and this is one that, that, may, that you maybe would give me a little insight on because of, of your dispensary knowledge. Of it, let's say if this would be happening in a dispensary, and you, so every time that somebody comes in, you have to charge them an extra dollar for that joint holder or that or the plastic bottle that the, the bud was in or something like that. So how do you know when somebody brings it back that they came from your store, and how do you know that your store is not going to get flooded with returns from another place and your finances are going to go down the drain? I don't know. I kind of expected this bad answer (laughs) because, you know, I read the article and I love the idea of this bill, but it doesn't take any provisions into that because, you know, if you have a recycling situation or trying to at least put these back into even just a virgin material recycle stream, whatever you're going to do. It's it only makes sense that this thing is going to start turning into like homeless people picking up cannabis packaging and going to the nearest dispensary and trying to cash it in. I don't blame them. That's what that's what we're trying to do anyway, is get people to pick mm-hmm. this stuff off the ground. But how in the world are you going to get the funds to the different people? If, if the yeah, disp- you see what I'm saying here. Yeah. Private businesses. And like we do have like the beer store here where people can bring back empty bottles of beer and wine and get money back. And it doesn't matter mm-hmm. where you bought it from, but that's also like a public corporation kind of thing. Yeah, maybe that, you know, maybe having like redemption centers or something for this kind of that's packaging a, or something yeah. like that would, would make yeah. more sense. I mean, it would be nice if the dispensaries would take it back. But in my opinion, at that point, you're going to have to have dispensary specific packaging, something that says it came yeah. from you. So you're going to take it back because, yeah, you have the dollar that he gave you for it kind of thing. Right. I feel like... We don't have like recycling programs for it yet right now. And people ask about that all the time. I do. Problem, yeah. What are you saying, TG? Yeah, well, that's a. I don't think that's a very. I don't think the burden should be on the dispensaries per se. You know, I mean, they they should have options, maybe a, like a deposit bin or something. But yeah, like Marge said, the bottle depot thing. The way it works here for beer and, and wine is, you take your beer bottles back, you get ten cents because you pay ten cents every time you per bottle by when you buy them from the store, and then you take them back and you get that ten cents back, so you save them up. You know, and then they don't smash them down and make new bottles. They just wash them out, right? So they could wash cannabis containers out. That's one of the things people complain about here. Not only because of um, the, you can't really recycle black plastic, right? It says a, the number little six on the thing on the bottom, but mm-hmm. black pl- plastics are really difficult to recycle, even in a robust, you know, recycling mm-hmm. program. They're they're one of the hardest things to recycle. Glass much easier, even mm-hmm. like even in a traditional sense. But if you can just wash the thing out, which in Canada there's been a lot of uh, push to get better containers just for the you know preservation of the weed inside because plastic containers are shitty to buy weed in right Mm -hmm. you know um bags are a bit better but glass containers that are properly sealed is what you want Mm -hmm. so well i bought some some top shelf pre-roll stuff in glass jars i mean you You get that here too yeah 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 yeah. you pay a little extra for it but i like it better i mean it feels but yeah 
there should be a Sarcan, like our business. I don't know what it's called anywhere else, but in Saskatchewan, it's called Sarcan. You can take all your bottles back there and mm -hmm. they count them, they sort them, they give you a little piece of paper, you take it to the, the thing and they give you a bunch of money back. Yeah. So why, why can't we do that with cannabis? I know that one of the things is the regulations. Packaging regulations are fucking insane mm -hmm. here. There's, mm -hmm. there's so many T's to cross and I's mm -hmm. to dot that mm -hmm. people are just like, oh, now we have to do glass recycling too. Like it's just another thing. So until, mm -hmm. until we can like ease up on some of the bullshit there, you know, and having, I work in the, in the industry, we're looking into packaging right now and it's fucked. So like, and I think um, part of the problem with that too, is they have to have so much information on the packaging that they can't make it, they can't even make it smaller. Like it has right. to be a certain size to right. fit all the shit on it. Right. And, yeah. and your, your font has to be a certain size so yep. you can read it. So yeah, one of those yeah. things. Segment. Stupid, yeah. isn't it? It would be easier well, if they just said, bring your own container. Mm -hmm. I would yeah. love that actually. Yeah, I've actually been to dispensaries before where yeah. they'll hand me the plastic container that the stuff is in on the counter to sample and stuff and you that buy would... it. And then I'll go to stick it in my pocket and they'll say, oh no, you have to put it in a, in a bag before you leave the store. I'm thinking like, why? Now that that's not amazing, everywhere. That man. was Colorado that made me do that. Now in Oregon, they didn't care. I could put it, you know, after after the bill was paid and I had my receipt in my hand, I could go out the store. They didn't care. Well, so they don't different. have big, they don't have big barrels of weed in the back that they weigh it out for. You know, like, <laughs> like they're all pre fucking packaged, yeah. so you can't mm -hmm. like bring your own container. You know, so my, well, nothing to put in it. No, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of dispensaries I was at in Oregon had, had the jars, you know, one they, pound jars. Yeah, they should have that. That's absolutely what they should have. But yeah, that's yeah. that's the reason why they can't have it here in Canada. We have it for yeah. food. Oh, yeah. Go to bulk barn. I can bring fucking, I can bring my bong down there and fill it. And they'd be like, sure. You right. know, <laughs> they just have to tear the thing and make sure they don't charge me for the bong. Right. But yeah, I can that, put it wherever the fuck I want. But. There's a small yeah. caveat at the end of the article. It kind of threw, threw something out at me there. It says legal cannabis industry in the United States produces about 150 million tons of waste each year. Wow. Even when marijuana packaging is recycled at home, it is often sorted out and discarded into landfills because it cannot be recycled. Mm hmm. That's why I like the glass jars the best, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, plastic that, that has been around marijuana will be thrown away because it's been around been around the drug. Right. Really? So it might have, might you might be able to recycle it, but because it's been around a devil drug, they well, not just a devil drug. It. I don't think they would recycle the pill bottles either. I don't quote me on that, but I believe that's the same way there because there could be traces of it. Uh, it takes a yeah, lot of yeah. uh, a lot of washing and stuff to get the plastic clean enough. And I guess you could do it if it would be like external use only consumer stuff, but. But when the they fear, melt the it fear. down to recycle it, does that not kind of like fucking destroy everything that's in there and all? You would things? think, but no, yeah. because they're saying that you know even the sewers these days in big cities are ha has pharmaceutical traces in the, in the sewage waste because it's had just, sin in it, and you can't you know, wash away sin. Well, I mean, the, <laughs> we have traces of drugs in almost everything we do these days because it's in mm -hmm. our society, and I'm not talking just about cannabis. I'm talking about pharmaceuticals and everything else. Yeah, you know, it's the way it is. So not not a good answer on all this stuff. Yeah, but I, I'm a, I'm with Marge and T. Just do glass jars. Mm -hmm. It's the best way, yeah. man. Cannabis industry is insanely wasteful. Yeah. yeah. Too many, I've, uh, too many stupid regulations. Jars, and I just yeah, dishwasher and glass jars, man. That's the way mm -hmm. to go. Mm -hmm. 
And that, that's what the, it's the best way to store it as well for a long period yeah. of time. Yeah, in a exactly. Who the fuck keeps weed in a in a plastic container with a snap lid anyway? Like fuck off. Nobody does I, that. I do. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Yo, oh. that's that's the best way to cure, in my opinion. I, uh, you get a good airtight seal from a proper plastic tub. That and my body is porous out, uh, though. Is it? Maybe. It is. BPA is that free. what I'm using? I don't know if, if you... Probably. Uh, if, if, if you're European. using a tub, it's probably polyethylene. You know, I gave sea vaults a lot of shit a while back, and I still do because they're really expensive, and glass jars work really well, but I have a really, really big, like a six-liter sea vault that I can fit almost... I can fit about 12 ounces in. Those nice. are fucking awesome for clearing. The stainless steel, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. top of it. Mm. But yeah. As long as you can get a good airtight seal. That's, yeah, yeah. It's, sure. it's important, man. Yeah, even a little bit of air getting out changes things. You need it to be real air. As long as the plastic doesn't smell like fucking shit, then Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Now we've been used so much now. uh, Yeah, they're like only smell of weed. (laughs) Well then, yeah, perfect. But uh, (laughs) yeah, we have one more news story from Ireland from GB, right? You, we have bad news again. Yeah, (laughs) we've got to try and balance out this news a little bit. We have to try. It's bad news for a fucking 50-year-old mammy. Uh, she was caught mum, or it says here, mum with arthritis, grew awful lot of cannabis plants for relief. She's accused of having of grown 4,800 euros worth of cannabis, lads. Okay, so four plants, right? Yeah, four plants. Yeah. Right? <laughs> she had six plants. Yeah. She had six, six plants, plants in the same awful lot. An awful and and not oh, even hell that. No. When you go down, like in you know, this, this poor woman only had one that was in flower. The rest of them were just in the very, very early stages. So we, we'll come to that in a second. So, um, mother of three was cock growing cannabis plants at her home and had been using the drug to self medicate for her arthritis, like the way a lot of us do. Angela Ho had 4,800 worth euros worth of plants in her house when, Gar- when the Garda raided her. But it was for her own personal use and she wasn't selling it, the card heard. You know, what's the Ms. problem? Ho, uh, then what's the problem, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll come to this, Teach, because the judge does say what the problem is further down. You know, Miss Ho, and this is again, this bullshit of giving the whole fucking lady's address. You know, have they done so it I'm again? Not, they've done it again, and I'm not going to call it out. She did what? plead guilty to cultivation of cannabis, you know, and the Talic District Court, which she was um, carried out, or which the search was carried out, was accused of the address on the 26th said that there were six plants worth 800 euro each. Now, first of all, she said um, there was one yet, yeah, one that was. <laughs> of a mature age and five that were at a very early stage of growth. Now we had precedent that was only set not so long ago with old uncle Tony Kyo of Kyo's crisps. It's a big crisp manufacturer. It'd be like walkers and things like that, you know, over and it's, it's an Irish crisp company. He was caught growing weed in his fucking job in one of the greenhouses, you know, and he got, he got them to set that, the plants that were in vegetative state and that were only worth 200 quid. So this lady, by her own admission, should only be 1,800 quid's worth of cannabis. That's all she should be able to be charged with because this has already been set precedent in a court, right. in, in oh, a right. higher court. Mm. 
than what she is in, you know? So that's one thing I would be fucking kicking up about because that's a load of cock, in my opinion. But further on, she said she's been fully cooperative with the investigating guards and she said, told them that she was only using it for her own medical use, you know? But it was still an awful lot, you know? She said they said that the Gardaí were satisfied that she wasn't selling drugs into the community and there was no signs of extreme wealth in her house. What a bullshit fucking you know? stereotype, you know? Uh-huh. Exactly. Oh, uh-huh. you know? man. Drug like, dealers are just these gangsters with chains or what? Like, yeah, you know, that's exactly what it is, you know? And it's not even that. It's, it's putting out that, like, this... This woman didn't doesn't have the fucking money from the sounds of it either. Like the mm-hmm. fucking pen. yeah, yeah. No, no, she's too poor. She's that, too poor. She, and Fuck she's, off. She's, she's <laughs> doing. She's <laughs> doing the right thing. You know, she is a fifty year old. You haven't checked a Bitcoin profile, have you? <laughs> no. but she doesn't. She doesn't want to be supporting the criminal underworld that does actually control the fucking drug market in, yeah, in this country. You know, she is doing the right thing of growing her own medicine. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it works for her. She has arthritis. The medicine that they prescribed her doesn't work. You know? Use what you can. But she's helping the police and the judge actually by keeping, you know, or, yeah. or reducing the criminals that they're always after, you know, money and therefore probably putting them out of business in a way, ultimately. And yet they want to fucking jail her. Fuck me. Yeah, you know, she had no previous convictions. It's a report from her doctor. Oh. From her doctor, the report said that she was getting great relief from cannabis, but it's not prescribed to it. She it was just she she was doing, but the doctor even admitted that she was getting great relief from it. You know, um, it was she she was self medicating for arthritis and to help her sleep, but she acknowledged that it was illegal and that she only smoked it on a nightly basis. You know, she said she was a receptionist in a in 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 a workplace. And it's quite physically uncomfortable, which it is when you have arthritis to be sat on a fucking chair all day yeah. long. Mm-hmm. You, know, you need to get up and down a few horrendous. times. You need to, yeah. yeah. You know? The judge, Patricia McNamara, told Miss Howe that she could be facing a maximum of 14 years if it goes to the circuit court. But she was fortunate that she was going to keep her in the court, in the circuit, in the, the district court. You know, That's she's fortunate. You know? She said that she she um that there is a reason why cannabis is illegal. Yeah. She told yeah, yeah. the accused, you know. Yeah, it because is I not, need a job. It is not good for your health, the judge told her. But yet a doctor has already said that it is good for her health because she's getting great fucking benefit from it. You know, quote from the quote from the judge. But when you're in the court, and uh, not only sorry. that that the only reason why she was using it was probably because she was fucking addicted to it. You know, As get a fucking life, judge. You know, this, the thing that sickens me is this judge isn't even young or isn't old. She is fucking the same age as a lot. It's like she is less than 40. Like, Yeah, she sounds you know? like she'd be an awful, awful person to hang around with. <laughs> it wouldn't be any fun. She's she probably like, like a would well, Excuse the language, oh. but fuck me. It's just ignorance. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be doing stuff like this, you should have some yeah. some education on the matter. Well, I hate when judges are like, no, it doesn't have any medicinal value. And yet the doctor, like he said, has said it does. But in a court of law, I guess when you're in the court, the judge, 
judges no more than fucking doctors a lot of the time but anywhere else then you know let's t- let's trust it like fuck i oh that's that yeah. i just oh i don't know it, fuck that judge it judge. continues on that um now that the accused she no longer grows you know so she has had to give up her medicine so she is back in fucking excruciating pain on a daily basis she is now tainted in her community as being a fucking a, a, a fucking cannabis generate drug user generate fucking drug user you know um and then and then she is told that she has to go and take a drugs awareness course Ugh. you know <laughs> fuck me so, Hopefully she becomes aware of more drugs. I don't know. So, it just goes to show how how backwards Ireland really is out there for and it's it's although it's horrible for, for that lady, it's great for the likes of this show for when we can people around the world can see how fucking backwards for six fucking plants. Mm, this yep. woman's uh-huh. name, her address. Everything has been dragged through the media. Not I once, it, because I spoke about this lady months ago when she was first fucking arrested. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is multiple times now that her name has been dragged through the thing over a couple of plants, over medicine. She wasn't causing anybody harm. Where mm-hmm. is the crime? Where is the victim? You know, she should not have been fucking arrested for anything in the first place. No, nope. because she had no crime. Where is it? Where is her victim? Who is she harming? So much you has know, to change, man. There's a lot that needs to... Uh, we can't keep going on like this. People can't keep, suffer, keep suffering like this. It's a fucking joke. It's not fucking ridiculous. You know, going out of the way, you know, to help the police, you know, mm-hmm. so there's less violent people for them to deal with. And yet they're just like, no, fuck you. We want uh, your money too. <laughs> fuck. Ridiculous. It is. Yeah. It's just a... And, like she's gonna be given like fucking community service, be a fucking stupid hours of community service, or she is going to be given a fucking criminal record or time, or she will be could be locked up and given a suspended sentence, or she could be bound to the peace or any of this shit. But that's she's already fucking ruined as such, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because she wanted to grow her own medicine, just, exactly yeah. because she fast. wanted to fucking and and to treat herself properly. Because we all know, like she I even something, she found something that worked. That's, yeah. I mean, that's all it is. Yeah, she found something that worked for her. Why the oh, hell can't she use yeah. it? And do you know what really enrages me, monkey? Is because I have arthritis. You know. Yeah, me too. She's not much older than me. She's in the same boat. I gave up all my fucking prescription drugs that were being given to me for years and years, and I lost so much weight because of it. Uh-huh. All the side effects from these prescription drugs, and they don't tell you these things when they're giving them to you. They, they just do. Don't, they do. They don't. Not over really here, they small don't. writing, or they say it really fast on the radio. Like, That's it. That's oh. it. Well, over here, they don't, Mackie. When you go into your doctor, over, over here, when you go into your doctor, the doctor will just go, oh, yeah, I'm going to go, go, to, the, go to the chemist and get these. Is it yeah, like a European medicine. Union requirement to have this kind of information on pharmaceutical medication? What kind of side yeah, effects? Yeah, it's in the boxes, or right. it might be on a fucking leafleting, but who fucking reads the small print on anything? Everybody signs up to their fucking Apple things and to their Google and all of these things. Nobody reads anything. Mm. Uh, who, who sits yeah. down and reads I all agree the with fucking you. booklet? I know? agree with you, GB, you know, because you trust your doctor. Why exactly. would you have to read the, the fine print if your doctor's giving you this thing? 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, there there are a lot of side effects that I mean, and, but, and most of those maybe maybe like individual side effects are a bit different too. Maybe they just don't work for well, you. Well, I know one of the one of the side effects of one of the, the oh. drugs I was on was gyno mass gyno mustache. Basically, fucking man boobs. You know, I had fucking I I could have filled out a fucking B cup like. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, and this I didn't. I understood for years. I was going, why, why? I'm a fit and healthy person, like, you know. And it's as soon as I stop taking yeah, all of fucking, these fucking things, yeah. it just start fucking dripping away. Now it still could fill a beat an A cup, but you know, it's getting there. It's it's going slowly. <laughs> yeah, man, cannabis will be the main drug one day. Everybody's still will fucking be. ignorant to it. We'll get there eventually, I'm sure. And the, the doctors like Dr. Goldstein, they're trying to change doctors' minds all over the world, you know? there's Her message yeah. is spreading. There's more and more people doing it. Dr. Grinspoon, yeah, well, we'll too. Don't forget Peter. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. Dr. Grinspoon. Yeah. We need to get Dr. Grinspoon back on the show as well. Yeah. Peter's well, fucking awesome. I love talking to him, too. Yeah, man. So in forum news, we've got the special Q&A coming up with Dr. Goldstein on the 4th of March. And that is, uh, what time did I say? I think it's 7 o'clock uh, GMT. Uh, check on the YouTube channel. It's already scheduled up, so you can set a reminder, and that'll tell you what time it's going out at. Uh, but that'll be a good one, man. I've let all the ladies know, you know, like uh, Rachel Rankmore, uh, Joanne Griffiths, and uh, Hannah Deacon, all, all the guests that we've had on the show before. I've, all, I've let all them know that Dr. Goldstein's coming along as well, So because they're going to have questions which you know can actually help them out. Oh, yeah. And uh, one of our listeners during the interview, which we had with Dr. Goldstein this week, was asking lots of cool questions, man. And hopefully that were, that got a, a lot of useful information out to her. It was a good interview. That'll be out in two weeks, I think. Two weeks. We've got uh, uh, Liam, uh, Lewis, Liam Lewis, wasn't it, from Scotland. That's who we're talking to this week. Yes. The interview. Oh, Liam is a fucking, is a lovely chap. Terrible what's happening to him. Mm. I've read he got his cannabis back. Did I read that somewhere? Or did anyone else hear that? Or did I just dream that maybe? No, I should check that out before we uh, put the the thing out. Because we interviewed him last week. Yeah. I I I thought I saw a tweet or something, but I could be totally wrong. That'd be fucking cool, man. It'd be a nice way to end the interview. Send that Mm. message out. And then uh, the recent post page on Percy's is updating automatically now every 10 seconds it'll, it'll update so if somebody posts you don't need to refresh the page you can just look at that page and it'll tell you when the posts come in and that's because the chat is gone chat was been a problem for a long time and anytime they had issues it would bring down our site as well it could reduce the page time to a minute sometimes and it after me going on and on at the developers they said i don't have to use the software so fuck them and we're not going to use that chat software anymore. Cause... Well, they were right. We don't have to. Yeah, that's right. We don't have to give them our money, <laughs> do we? We can go give it to somebody yeah. else. So I'm on exactly. the search for some new software. And the forum developers are still working on a forum-specific type of chat. And that will come soon because they're still doing lots of uh, uh, shit on the... They say that 80% through. So fuck knows how much longer we have to wait. But it's coming eventually, hopefully. <laughs> we wait fucking ages for these updates, man. It's like six months now. The, since the last update it's been a mission but uh, what else is that yes yeah, so the chat's gone but we will be getting something to replace it soon enough you just gotta find the right one so if anybody knows of any good uh wordpress plugins for chat let me know and i'll check it out 
But any other news other than that? The, the plant in the month is up and running. We do have that up finally back up again. We have an up entries and uh, we got a looks like a horse race right now between a couple of them for a first and second. So get up there and, and get your votes in. Make it happen. And this week's interviews that we're going to I'm going to put links up for the patrons. so The patrons can come and check them out. I've got the calendar up here. Just give me a second. So we have on Tuesday, we're speaking to Steve slash Pete from Potaponics. <laughs> <laughs> and that is on Tuesday at 9 p.m. There's so usual showtime. Also on Wednesday, which is the day after Tuesday, in case you wasn't aware. Yeah, we're also speaking to Vera Toomey. And that's at 9 p.m. on Wednesday. Then we have uh, like a, a joint show with the guys from Durham University Psychedelic Society, uh, Alex. That's at 6 p.m. on Thursday. And then we have the session on the Friday. So it's been a busy week. It's going to be a busy week. So make sure you get all the links and shit. I'll send them all out onto the Patreon page and on the YouTube membership channel as well. And there we go. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, it would be great if you could leave a review of the podcast. If you haven't done that already, that would be greatly appreciated. And if you want to, then subscribe on or follow on Spotify and iTunes, whichever network you use to download the podcast from. Just follow us and become a subscriber so episodes will then automatically download onto your device. That would be sweet. But uh, that's about it, really. Make sure you're part of the mailing list so you can get all, all of the information that gets sent out every week. Uh, become a patron if you haven't already, because there's some interviews this week that you can join us live while we're recording it On the uh, if you're a patron. Keep an eye out for the links over on the Patreon page. That's about it. We'll catch you on Wednesday for the interview with Liam Lewis, who had his cannabis taken from him by police in Scotland, even though he's a legal cannabis user. So I hope you enjoy. I'll catch you on Wednesday for the next one. Have a good week. Stay high. Stay safe. Goodbye.